Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers! Cheers! Oh, yes. Nice ding. What is this again? Uh, it's a Hemingway. It's a Hemingway-style daiquiri, so it's not this like is a really sissified pink. slushy so, uh, butt. If this is a Hemingway, this is awfully pink for this much misogyny in a glass. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say... That's what makes it fun and ironic. Fair enough. It's good. There's a lot of rum in here, mm-hmm. which is true of Hemingway. It is like 90% rum. Which is true of Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, rum, lemon juice, um, grapefruit juice, and then you're supposed to use uh, maraschino cherry liqueur, which we do not have. Uh, so I just put in uh, some maraschino cherry juice and mm-hmm. more rum. I mean, that seems like reasonable. Right. I'm here for that. So how's your week? Uh, only since Thursday, because we yeah, recorded our last um, one. My week has been okay. It kind of stabled out there. It kind of... Friday was okay. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I don't really... I mean, it just was fine. I didn't turn on the TV or, like, do anything social media related, really. No, so I, I much just avoided... That helped? <laughs> like, literally everything <laughs> and everyone. And I think that was the right decision. Right, I kind of put myself in timeout. Yeah, and I was like, focus. we will get back to things. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't regret that decision. I, I've kind of had like half an eye on things. But really, honestly, it does feel like everybody's kind of gone to timeout for a little bit just to like get back in their corners and figure out. Uh, so anyway, but and yeah, oh, well, we'll see what happens. So, yes. Uh, but yeah, my weekend was fine. I am trying this new thing where I do a lot of meal prepping. On uh, yes. the weekend, so that dinners can be quicker and even lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I spent all weekend shopping and cooking. I feel like you did a lot as well. Which, so. you know, is fine. Yeah, well, I mean, you either do it all in like one big chunk or you do it piecemeal through the week and... Either way, it sucks. Yeah, it just all sucks. <laughs> so at least this way, you know, I'm home. I can just kind of run interference with the kids while you play or some podcasts on your headphones. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And uh, just kind of be in a semi-happy place, I guess. Yeah, it was good. I, was... I like cooking. Yeah. Like, I don't mind it. And if I can cook without people being like, mom, 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 when are we going to eat? Yeah. That's a lot easier. What, what are you making? What are you making? Is it good? Do, am I going to like it? Mm-hmm. What is it? It was good? Yeah, let me whine about acorn squash for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we did have that. We'd had steak, acorn squash, and asparagus. Mm-hmm. It was very tasty. It was delicious. And while my kids are good eaters for like the 20 things I make regularly, I'm trying to like expand out yeah, just push their thing. palates and also like eat more vegetables. Yeah. Are kind of my two goals. Yeah. Well, and I, so also yesterday, I looked outside, I'm like, it's brilliantly sunny. It's like 35 degrees. Mm-hmm. And sunny. I can grill in this. Because it was like the most dad moment I've had in a long time. I was just like, 
I, I can grill it. Nice. And it was delicious. And it was fine, because who knows how many of those we have left. Mm-hmm. Here in the middle, well, early January. Soon to be middle of January. Right. And, uh, yeah, it'll it'll kind of space out a little bit. But, yeah, it was good. Okay. Good to get grilled meat and stuff. And then our kids got to play outside. They've been playing outside a lot. Yeah, I think they played outside for, like, four hours today. Which is awesome. But it wasn't, like, super cold. It was... It was sunny and brisk. Yeah, it was sunny and like 35. Like, you wear a coat, you wear a hat, but it wasn't... No, it wasn't wasn't too bad bad. at all. So, I think think we had a good time, and they had a good time, so hopefully... Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're wore out and they're tired and they'll sleep well. That's really what I ask for out of life. (laughs) We have essentially puppies where you gotta, like, wear them out if you want them to be good. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. So. But we did watch a movie. Mm-hmm. That we did. That so, we did. So, uh, can we have a diversion about David Bowie? Of course. Do you mind talking about David Bowie? <laughs> I mean, not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right. So, Heroes. Yes. Also, wrongfully sometimes titled, We Can Be Heroes. We Can Be Heroes, which is a line. In, which is a line from the, mo- the song. From the song Heroes. Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your experience with that? Who do you remember singing it? Mm. I definitely... Uh, did not pay much attention to David Bowie singing it at all. No. Uh, my first introduction to it was in that, like, Boz Lerman film with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. In the, like, Moulin Elef- Rouge. Yeah, Moulin Rouge in the Elephant Ballroom, like, mashup of, like, mm-hmm. here are 40 songs that used to be good. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> and we're singing each of them for three seconds. And I was like, I don't think I know that one. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, this... A completely different song than, yeah. than the snippet they took out for uh, that. Yeah, completely mashup. different but point it, and idea. But it was, you know. I mean, so that was my introduction. Sure, sure. To it, I remember it from. Do you remember the uh, Matthew Broderick Godzilla film? That's a thing that exists. I feel like you are just playing like Mad Libs right now. Yeah, like, Matthew Broderick. I believe so. Who is like Ferris? Bueller. Ferris Bueller, but also, like, a real, like, nerdy Boy Scout. Like, he has, like, a real mm-hmm. nerdy nerdy Boy Scout vibe. Yeah. Was in a Godzilla film. Yes. How old was he? Uh, this was, this... was late 90s. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. That's, like, exactly the wrong age. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like he either needs to be, like, It was one of hot, many things that was exactly wrong of, with this film. Hot out of, uh, like, Ferris Bueller, where he's, like, the young upstart. No. Or he's, like, or I could see it being, like, oh, this was, like, last year, mm-hmm. where he's kind of, like, a a grown, uh, you know, wet, like, like, weathered man. How far of, away like, are I've we? I've seen this before. How far away from me are we from a movie where Matthew Broderick plays the president? <laughs> I say 10 years. I think so. I think... I think 10 years. Well, I mean, if he grays up nice... Right. He has been graying up nice. So that's going to be a thing. And, Mm -hmm. like, once he gets kind of that distinguished gray hair... He could play a young president now. I I would buy him as, like, the vice president that got tapped to, like, bring in the youth vote, like the Gen Xers. Yes. But he's, like, completely... He's still Ferris Bueller. He's still Ferris Bueller. <laughs> like, basically, it's just Ferris Bueller is now your president. And I'm like... I mean, Ferris Bueller has some serendipity to him. Like, I will take that luck any day. I, I see the inauguration parade suddenly turning into, like, a dance-along. Yes. And, like... I'm here for all of it. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I don't. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, so that was kind of my, I think, that's, I think, the first time I kind of remember it. But this song is old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, this is from 1977? Right, when I was not alive. Nope, me neither. Uh, but I was researching the song, and I found this, like, really weird historic footnote. Is that the East German, like, mm-hmm. powers that be... Kind of credit this song with demolishing the Berlin fucking wall. Because, like, just a few weeks before everything started going down, mm-hmm. Bowie performed this, like, at... Like, at the wall, like, at the singing wall. into the crowd on both sides. Yeah, and it was like, this was just, you know, one of the things. And I was like, David Bowie. His art can do... You can do Anything. so many things. It's amazing. He was. I feel like that's a real like butterfly effect. Like who knows how things like. Well, it's it's one of those start. things. Yeah, there was like a cascade of things like it, and it like was building a and factor, but it wasn't like the yeah. beginning of people being like, "Hey, why do we have this wall anyway?" <laughs> you know, I don't speak English, but that Bowie guy's got a point. Right. Like, I understand it being adding to the. The, like, landslide that was already happening. Yeah. And, like, also, I think... public thought and... You know, there was a lot of dissatisfaction on the on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. where um, people were, you know, like, you know, everything's gray and gross and stupid and we're not mm-hmm. supposed to have fun or art. And all of a sudden you just hear Bowie blaring from the other side. You would be like... I'm sure it's, like, it. light shows <laughs> and sparkles and, like, I'm sure he was, like, full... Bowie. Full Bowie. Yeah. That man does not do anything halfway. No, he did not. And so I, I think that was probably part of it. And so they kind of credit that whole situation with helping accelerate the fall of the wall and have mm-hmm. officially recognized him and thanked him for his <laughs> role in that. And I'm just like... <sighs> That's awesome. And the world is a crazy place. Yeah. Of course... And, I, and I've said this about Prince before, but I, I'm not sure Bowie wasn't, like, secretly holding the whole world together because he died in January 2016. And, and since then, since things then, have been, kind of been... They've been a little suboptimal. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's been equally bizarre as heroes causing the fall of the Berlin Wall, mm-hmm. but in a different direction. But in a, a less cool way. Yeah. So, anyway... But anyway, so uh, We Could Be Heroes is the movie we watched. Right. It is the continuation of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. Which I'm sure Bowie would be proud to have his song associated with. I mean, Bowie did some weird shit. That's true. He might... The Ziggy to Stardust phase would have been... He might be the only one in the world who understood Shark Boy and Lava Girl as like a piece of art. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, does anyone? I don't know. Does anyone? Guys, if you're listening and if like Shark Boy and Lava Girl like spoke to you. Mm-hmm. In on, like a deep and on meaningful a deep way. and meaningful level and you were not like five years old when you watched it. Yeah. Please add us in the comments. Yes. Like tell me what I'm missing. Yeah. But anyway, so this is, as you mentioned, it's the continuation of the Shark Boy and Lava Girl series from Robert Rodriguez again. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing, directing, and does not have Machete in it. Does not have well, Danny Mach- Trejo machete at all. Machete was not in, uh, he was in the Spy Kids series, but he was not in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Correct. So, I, I, it's Which I weird. was really bummed about. Like, I really wanted him to be, like, the school janitor or something like. Yeah, just in the just background in passing, walking through. But yeah. also, like, 
always machete, like, yeah, and be like, hey, Mr. Machete, what's up? And he's like, you know, just as my just part time gig. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's not in here. between all my badassery. Yeah, or this is my deep cover to mm-hmm. like slowly assassinate Mr. Electricity Dad. Yeah, maybe there was. Yeah, that could have been it. Maybe I don't know, but he's not in this one or the last one. But any, this is. I'm going to say as nearly unrelated to Sharkboy and Lava Girl as yes. humanly possible. Yeah. Sharkboy and Lava Girl have a daughter. Yeah. Uh, I guess they ended up together. Spoilers. Uh, they ended up together. Yeah. And <laughs> they have they produced have a, daughter. a daughter. That is really the only major connection mm-hmm. to this because we start following um, Missy. Missy. Missy Moreno. Missy Moreno. Uh, and... Her father, Marcus. Her, her dad, yeah. Oh, actually, there's a little there's a little pre-scene uh, where uh, Mr. Miracle, mm-hmm. who has a big H on his chest and totally looks like Homelander for, like, the eight people that are going to catch that reference. I don't know who that is. Um, you're not going to watch that show. Cool. Uh, <laughs> but he... He's he and Christian fucking Slater. Christian Slater plays a bit part as a hero named Tech No. Yeah. Tech Dash No. Yeah. I is, don't is his name. Yeah. I don't understand his superpowers. He's got He's tech got gadgets and stuff. Technology. I don't know. I don't know his superpowers. They didn't really get into it. But right. he is uh, so, Mr. Miracle has your, some kind of superpowers. He's basically kind of a he, knockoff Superman. He's a knockoff Superman. He, like, flies. He's super strong. He's blonde. He has blue eyes. Yeah. Um, and he's a very flawed character. Not really. He's yeah. Flat. He's very flat. He's yeah, very he's flat. Very flat. He's very flat Superman and uninteresting character. <laughs> but they are... So, he's uh, fighting some aliens. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of see some aliens coming, and they go up to, like... Or, like a satellite gets something. knocked out, and so they go up to investigate the satellite, and then they realize it's aliens, and then they realize it's a whole shit ton of aliens. Right, so the satellite is like there's holes blown in the whole solar array. Right. And he's like, huh, there's all these holes blown in the solar array. And Techno is like just below. So like, uh, Mr. Miracle? Yeah. Whatever, Miracle Guy? Uh, Miracle Man. Miracle, Miracle Man. Whip. Miracle Whip. Grow. <laughs> He's above the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and Techno is below the atmosphere, so they're just on the, like, right. part. So, Mr. Miracle Dude doesn't need to breathe fucking oxygen? Apparently not. That's got, great. That's a superpower. Maybe he's an alien. Maybe. I yeah. mean, if he's a Superman knockoff, technically. Technically, he's an alien getting high off our yellow sun. Yeah. But, uh, so he's like, oh shit, there's a bunch of um, aliens and Techno is like, can you be fast? Like, I'm almost out of juice. Because he's wearing, like, a jetpack. Right. And uh, Mr. Miracle uh, Max is like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, this this is real bad. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to I'm going to fight him. But like, you might you might need to get back up. And he's like, I can't get back up. Like, I'm almost. I'm out of out of gas. Right. Like, I'm almost out of gas. Like, I don't even have... I don't have enough to get back and down and whatever. So, he ends up... So, uh, Mr. Miracle, who's, like, never backed down from a fight, has never had... Has never been beaten, ever. Right. 
and is real like smarmy like let me take a, a selfie from my socials real fast you know yeah, like yeah he's again mm-hmm. so he's anyway Homelander, he gets yeah. the shit beat out of him techno has to catch him yeah and then they both crash to maybe their death Turns out not, but <laughs> well, like, but, but the, the aliens come in, mm-hmm. and like, like the kind of tag with that is like, this is the day the heroes fell, mm-hmm. but others will rise, right? And then she's like, but I was like busy picking out what shirt to wear. <laughs> yeah, because that's when we meet Missy, who's I didn't like know any of this shit was gonna happen. Like, she's maybe middle school, mm-hmm. really. That's about where she is. Yeah, I think she she's solidly like. 12. Yeah. And she's getting ready for school, and she goes downstairs, and her dad's there. Her dad so is... She's holding up shirts, and she's like, this one says, talk to me. This one says, like, leave me the fuck alone. And she was like, yes, leave me the fuck alone. I'm like, where do I buy that fucking shirt? I need all of them. <laughs> and she comes down to breakfast, and her dad is like, I see you're wearing leave me alone. <laughs> she's like, yep. Also, her dad, and we need to call this out. Pedro! It's Pedro Pascal! Guys, this is like the third movie I've seen him in, like, this this uh, holiday this, season. Yeah, he is all over the dang place. Good for you, Pedro. Chase that paper. Yes, get that paper! Yeah, and so he's he's in this one. And this one, he's not blonde, and he has a mustache, which is, like, mustache, like, early beard. Yeah, he's, well, he tends to be stubbly. Right. And he right. talks about that, where he's basically like, yeah, I don't, like, shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Shaving sucks. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little more here for the aesthetic. I find him much more attractive in this. Uh, yeah, it's okay. This vibe. Yeah, it's okay. It works. It's it's all fine. He he does well in this whole thing, and he's fine. I, I don't mind him stubbly, but mm-hmm. anyway. but he's cracking eggs. Yes, he's cracking eggs and watching the news. Yeah, but he's cracking the eggs into the sink and putting the shells in a bowl. Right. Because he's completely distracted by the news of this this alien invasion. Right. Of uh, Mr. Miracle and Techno, like, being defeated by the aliens. Mm-hmm. But he's like, his daughter's like, oh, that looks like some bad shit. Good thing you're retired. You're not going to fucking do anything. And he's like, y- yeah, yeah, I just work from the office now. Right. It's me. I just push paper. And yeah. Analyze data and shit. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, but I'll take you to school. All right. Alien invasion time. Mm-hmm. Do you let her kids stay home from school that day? <laughs> okay, so the problem is that he still has to go to the office. I mean, I understand that. And, of course, his her Missy's mother is dead. Mm-hmm. Which is... Right. You can't have both parents. That's right. just not it's how a, that works. It's importantly tragic. Right. But he, he takes his daughter to school the mm-hmm. day the aliens invade. Right. He knows that there are aliens invading. Right. He knows that he's going to go to work... And maybe, like, have to stay late. At least. What are his after-school plans? I don't like, know. Like, there's no way that he can leave the war room at, like, three in the afternoon to it's pick like, up his sorry, daughter. Sorry, guy. Like, gotta catch the bus. Yeah, get her to soccer or like, whatever. I don't know. It just seems not really greatly thought through. Yeah, I mean, I let our kids stay home if there's a soil or eclipse. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, oh, this is there's no danger, but like we're just gonna have a good day. And right, have some friends I was like, well, over. we're not gonna go anywhere. I made a giant like viewer that we can use. Now look directly at the sun. Yeah, like totally gonna do that mm-hmm. whenever that is in a couple of years. Right, but um, but anyway, uh, so he drops her off at school. This is the moment where you looked at the TV and went, ooh, 
He looks good in glasses because he's right. wearing. He's like, wearing glasses, and I'm here for it. Nah, he, he pulls it off well. Um, and he goes to work after dropping her off, mm-hmm. and the aliens are coming. Right. And so, um, there is a lady who is in charge of the heroes. Right. And she's like, all right. She's the lady boss. She wears a pencil skirt and does a lot of, like, very dramatic turning. Yes. And sashaying in yeah. a pencil skirt. That's pretty much her whole job. Pretty much. And she's like, all right, well, we'll send a couple of heroes up. And Pablo's like, nah, nah, baby, nah. We got to send them all. Right. Like, this, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like, what you see now, based on my calculations, is really this. And he, like, changes the display to be like, there are, like, ten little baby ships. And you're like, oh, there's, like, a hundred ships. Yeah, there's a ton of these guys coming. Mm-hmm. We need all the heroes. And she's like, all the heroes means all the heroes. And he's like, I gave that life up. <laughs> like, very dramatically. <laughs> and she's like, we need you. And so he's like, fine. And he reaches out and he, like, magnetically attracts two katanas that are on the wall into his hand. Why are there katanas on the wall? For dramatic purposes, Lisa. Right, right. Of a, a data mining office. I mean, he's there. Right. Like, I mean, nerds do love swords. And, I mean, I have Lego stuff in my office. Right. And uh, there's a lot of Funko Pops where I work. <laughs> I'm just saying. And so I would I would assume... Everyone is just, like, decorating their the cubicle, but it's like a big war room. So Yeah. Like... So, like, hey, I used to be, you know, to remind me of my past, I'm just going to hang my katanas on the wall here because my mom... <laughs> my, my, my wife won't let me do it at home. Right. That it is a lot of like I have this awesome poster that uh, I cannot hang up anywhere in my house. So I'm gonna put <laughs> so. it up in my office, and so maybe that's part of it. But he does suck him across the wall over like three heads, mm-hmm. who like were conveniently sitting down. I have to say, because that could have gotten messy real fast. Right. Or like nobody was even like reaching for coffee or whatever. Like. Yep. Yeah. It could have gone terribly. So, and then it cuts back to Missy at school. She's yes. climbing a tree trying to get a ball down, and everybody's like, "Just use your superpowers." She's like, "I don't have I don't fucking, fucking power. have superpowers." Just my dad, right? Like, and they're like, "Use your magnet hands. Use your anti gravity like leg legs." And she's like, "It's not even a fucking thing." <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody like, has that. Which also implies that like there is no like witness protection alternate egos for right a lot of these heroes and their kids. Mm-hmm. Like they're just out in the gen pop. Like that seems like. Yeah. Really lazy supervillains in this universe. Right. And, like, why wear elaborate costumes and masks? Well, Marcos doesn't. If everybody knows who you are. Actually, most of... Now I'm thinking about it. Most of the heroes here really do not wear... They don't have masks. Masks. Other than Shark Boy. But mm-hmm. that's just because he thinks he's part shark and probably is mentally deficient. Like, also, it's because he's not Taylor. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, because that. We needed to kind of... Right. He's a, he's a different person. We got the Taylor that was Lava Girl back. We mm-hmm. did not get the Taylor that was Shark that Boy was Shark back. Because so he was like, nah, y'all. <laughs> we are a Taylor down in this production. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So she's trying to get the ball when, like, black suits show up and are like, Missy, mm-hmm. you need to come with us. And they, like, show badges. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, oh, shit. Okay, like... Right, and so they're taking her to HQ. Mm-hmm. Her dad calls at some point. He's like, hey, how you doing? She's like, uh, they're taking me to HQ. And he's just like, he's like, great, that's that's good. And then just kind of hangs up on her. 
And well, and she was like, you're not going to fight, right? And uh, uh, he's like, got to go bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, but you can, as she approaches headquarters, there's like mm-hmm. all of these helicopters flying off the roof. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is there's like way more helicopters flying off the roof than there is roof. Than there could have been on that roof. Like, I... Helicopter. Maybe they have like shrinking technology. I mean, maybe. And they just like make them really small. And then load them up and then, <laughs> and then shoot like, them out. Bloop, 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 bloop. And they uh, get big and shoot them out. Yep. And um, so she arrives at headquarters knowing something's up. There's a lot of bustle. There are yeah, all like, the helicopters. And they're like, um, we're going to put you down here in the basement behind this ginormous freaking vault door. It's like five uh, feet thick. Yeah. For your own safety, and you're going to be going to school here for a little bit, and Mm -hmm. it is just a room full of super kids. Right. So they just have, like, desks and chairs and iPads. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's virtual school. Yeah, during a crisis. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I've been here. Right. Right. Uh I I feel this deeply. Yes, indeed. Our basement, similar. Mm -hmm. Same. Except none of our kids have superheroes. That we're aware of. That we know. Uh, and so she meets the team, and it is literally just a, like, by-the-numbers introduction of each member of the team. Right. Like, uh, this one guy, Wheels, he's in a yep. wheelchair. He's like, hey, I'm Wheels. They call me that because I'm in a wheelchair. It's a little on the nose, but I'm here for it. <laughs> and like, All right, then. Like, okay. Um, there's Noodles, who is basically like Mr. Fantastic. Right, he has stretchy, stretchy, stretch powers. Yeah. And he can so, shoot at his arms. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's Oho. She draws things. She draws things. She doesn't talk. No. Also, Oho is Spanish for eye, so that's like maybe Ooh. a thing. Um, acapella. Acapella, who sings. And uh, her superpower is singing. And she can sing super, super low, which mm-hmm. can make things, like, float. Yeah. Uh, because the vibrations are, like, pushing down yeah. from the thing that she's in. Or um, she can sing super, super high where, like, dogs can hear her and she can shatter glass and yeah. shit. Yeah. Also, uh, we, we're introduced to her as we come off Oho, who doesn't talk. You're introduced to Acapella, who walks into the room singing Don't Speak by No Doubt. <laughs> And I was like, wow, that's, I mean, like. Yeah, she's musically narrating everything. Yeah, she's got just, she's that, she's, she's that person that has a song for every moment, which yes. is what I am becoming. Like, yes. I just randomly start singing you things. You are becoming that person. So. No, that's okay. Um, then we get slow-mo. Slow-mo. Uh, does <laughs> everything in slow motion or so, most things in slow motion? So he's so fast. That mm-hmm. he creates a time warp, and so everything perceives a slow motion that he does. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. I know, right? Um, take that up with Ro- Robert. <laughs> like Robert, physicists want to talk to you. I mean, they don't, really. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some of them do. I mean, maybe. But um, then there's Facemaker, the lamest. The lamest, uh... Super, whatever. He can just make his face into anything. Mm-hmm. He can make crazy faces. It's not like he can turn his face into a can of soup or... No, it has like, to still be recognizable it's as still, a face. It's still a face. But he gets to do weird things with it. Yeah. Uh, then we get Rewind. Oh, Rewind. And... Uh, fast forward. Fast forward. They're twins. Yep. And one of them can uh, speed things up. 
like five seconds, ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, like kind of like a skip ahead in in on Netflix. Yeah, like maybe maybe fifteen or thirty seconds max, uh, and the other one can rewind. Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. It's the, the same amount. They have right. very similar powers. Right, but just opposite. But reverse. And they and hate they, each other. They hate each other. They fucking hate each other. Because <laughs> they're twins. Sibling angst. Yep. Uh, there's Wildcard. Wildcard, who has like a bunch of fucking powers, but cannot control any of them. They're just random. Like, whatever he tries to do, it's he's going to kick off a superpower, and it's just whatever the fuck happens. So, like, maybe he'll freeze everybody, or maybe he'll turn into a bowling ball. Or, like, or maybe he'll, maybe like, he'll fly. Or like... Maybe he'll explode with the force of a talisman nuclear weapons. Right. Like, like it's it just, it's like a real... maybe we should... Yeah, like, it's a real mixed bag. Yeah, maybe somebody we should treat with the kick gloves for a while. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Guppy. Guppy is... is uh, Guppy is uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl's daughter. Right. And she has uh, powers where she can, like, manipulate water. Right, because Lava Girl can manipulate lava. Mm-hmm. But since she's also, like, half shark boy... Right, she and can, Shark Boy cannot manipulate water. He's just like yeah. So she get it. he he's just a water creature. So the what Lava Girl can do to lava, she Guppy can do to water. Right, but her key is she has to stay hydrated. Yeah, so she's always got like a water bottle around, and she's like drinking constantly and mm-hmm. staying hydrated. So you know, yeah, she's and she's the youngest. She's like super dorbs. Like, yeah, she's the youngest by probably two years. Yeah, she's, like, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, like, some of the kids are maybe ten, but mostly, like, kind of in that ten to thirteen group. Yeah, I think most of them are ten to thirteen, and there she is sliding in at, like, six. Yeah, they're just, it feels like, you know, we just didn't have a junior group mm-hmm. with her age group, so we're going to slide her in with the older kids and right. make She'll it be work. Fine. It'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? What oh, she is- has... Horrible rage issues also. <laughs> right. Which she also got from Shark Boy. <laughs> yes. So there's that. So they start, um, they're, they're like, Missy, so you're, you're, you're Moreno's kid. So yeah, everyone just calls him Marcus Moreno. He does not have a superhero name. He no. doesn't have a name like Mr. Miracle or Rewind or Techno or, uh, you know. Shark Boy or Lava Girl. Shark Boy or Lava Girl. Like, which may his, be just their names. His so. name is Marcus, Marcus Moreno. Moreno. They're like, oh, you're Marcus Moreno's. I guess maybe he had a name, but he retired. They were just like... That name is dead. That name's dead. That, that character is gone, so you just You would are... think when they make him rejoin the force, they would make a point of being like, welcome back, like, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit name. I don't even know what his powers are. He... He has, like, magnet hands? Well, he's magnet hands, and he's got swords, but, like... um. It doesn't go well because right after this, um, they've called in all the heroes and you see the fight of the heroes against the aliens mm-hmm. and they all just routinely get their asses handed to them. A hundred percent. The aliens are super powerful and everybody kind of just gets whomped. Right. And the uh, aliens kidnap yes. all of the heroes and take them onto the mothership. Yeah. Or- Whatever ship they have. We don't even know it's a mothership. No, it, they just they just mm-hmm. disappear. Yep. And the kids are like, Fuck. watching this live on CNN, basically, and they're just like, oh. Right. Well, that right. sucked. All of our parents are dead or kidnapped or something. Right. And they're like, well, we gotta, like, 
figure out what's happening. And this is where, like, the heroes fell. Like, mm-hmm. this is the moment. And they're like, um, you know, like, the president comes on TV and is like, the heroes have fallen. The aliens are in charge now. Mm-hmm. May God have mercy on your souls. Pretty much. He's just like, I give up. <laughs> By the way, the president in this? Yes. Shooter fucking McGavin. Right. From Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So. We were like, where do we recognize like, Who this bro? Who is this guy? Also, he seems like really not into actually trying to like talk <laughs> people up and like defend it. And like, we as Americans and as humans will overcome this threat. He's just like, He's like well, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> yeah. We had a good run. We had a great run, everybody. Dude, Turn the lights out on the way out. Right. You know, like. Later, I'm like, this would probably devolve into pretty much just panic. Like, you would think. instantaneously, you would think. if the president came in. Well, I mean, even just an alien invasion would probably be a big shock to the system. Maybe. I mean, we've seen some big shocks to the system this week. So right. I, f- who I mean, knows? This, yeah, I feel like we're very primed. I'm just to glad we don't have an incompetent it, president. Take, oh, boy. Take it all in stride. <laughs> Oof. Oof, indeed. Anyway, um, on that note, mm-hmm. so the kids are now like in lockdown and right. they're going to stay there and they're like, hmm. Also, Missy notices Oho's drawings. Right. And they're like, this is Oho. She doesn't have any powers. She just draws and she doesn't talk. Like, she's kind of bullshit. Yeah. A couple of things. Also, not to be a spoiler here, but who are Oho's parents? Who are Oho's parents? Everybody in this room, their parents are outside as mm-hmm. as heroes, except Oho. Right. So, put a pin in that. <laughs> but also, <laughs> the like... The first of many red flags. M- Missy is the one that notices, like, all of Oho's drawings happened after... After she drew them. After she drew them. And one of the last photos in the stack is, like... Aliens busting into the room, and mm-hmm. Missy's like, oh, we gotta get the hell out of here. Right. It's not that her photos make no sense, or her drawings make no sense, it's that her drawings show the future. Right. Like, she can see the future. So they gotta they gotta break out before all these aliens shows up, and conveniently, Guppy has shark strength, and so they're able to kind of use her to bait the guards in. Right. And so- then, like... Noodles knocks them out and right they so yeah Guppy like literally throws them like yeah. it's pretty cool to see this like five year old girl like, like kicking liter- some literal ass <laughs> literally flip over this like two hundred and forty pound guard it's pretty cool I'm here for that mm-hmm. uh yeah so like Guppy beats them all up and then um well the first time it happens mm-hmm. like. The guards manage to, like, hit the alert button, and then the whole thing locks down even tighter. Right, which they end up in chains. And they end up all, like, yeah. And then Missy's like, rewind your thing. And he rewinds well, and the Mrs. tape. and Missy's like, next time we have to make sure they don't hit that button. And, uh... The guards re- are like, And what? rewind's like, got it! And they rewind, like, 30 seconds and start over. And they don't let the guard hit the button. And they don't let the guard hit the button. And I'm like, I wonder how many times they did that. Like, is this a Doctor Strange moment where they've been here for, like, <laughs> for six <years>. days? <laughs> like, trying it, and, like, this was the only sequence of events? Because there is one point where, like, they throw pillows on the floor, and the guards mm-hmm. are like, what are the pillows for? And and Guppy's like, like, to catch your bodies. <laughs> yeah, so you don't hurt your butts whenever I kick them. 
And they're like, uh, okay. And so, like, I kind of feel like maybe there were a lot of iterations of that escape plan that got rewound and, like, tweaked. and Right. And they're like, oh, shit, we should probably put down pillows. Like, oh, like, this person should probably do this. And then, like, the one that worked is the one that we kind of see with, like, one little rewind in it. And then you're like, oh, okay, that worked. By the way, this is the concept of quantum computing, if you ever wonder how that works. You just keep trying. You just... (laughs) All the all the paths that didn't work, you just they didn't happen, and so the one that works is the only one you record, and then and there you go, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Makes sense. Does it? Sure. Why not? Anyway, so they escape out. Uh, they get to like kind of the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noodles is pretending to be a like grown up guard because he can stretch himself to he can like, like puff up. himself up. Yeah, right. and he was like, "Hello, fellow grown ups." Yep. And so they go out into the lobby and somebody's like, dude, those kids can't be out here. Like, we got it locked down. And so Acapella sings the guards, like kind of knocks them over and sings them into like a ladder that the kids are able to climb up to the second story of the lobby to escape. Okay. Also weird. The second story of the lobby is literally just the first story of the lobby with, like, a weird little hole in the floor. Is it, like, a mezzanine? I don't know. It's, like, literally the same set. Mm-hmm. But they just put, like, this little cone in the floor that all the kids could climb out of. Interesting. So that they're like, this is the second floor. And then they escape from there because apparently no one thought we could ever need to lock down the second floor. Right, only the first floor that's of the, lockdown. That's ever. the only thing you need. So they get out of there and... Is their plan to steal a helicopter? Why do they have to no, get they, to the second floor? I don't no, they uh they go back downstairs and they steal the tram. That connects, After they got to the second floor, they go back downstairs yeah, and steal the tram. Well they go to the ground floor and they steal a tram that connects uh the um the headquarters to like the remote parking area. Okay. You look like maybe that's not a great plan. I mean no. I mean, because I mean tram this <laughs> This also runs on a rail system. Right. So it's not like a car where you could just like take it anywhere. No, no. You're just, you're going to go at a moderate pace mm-hmm. away from the It's a the monorail headquarters. escape. Yeah. Well. You're like monorail escapes suck. It's Don't not even it. that cool because this thing, like it, it's on two tracks. Monorails would at least be like futuristic and neat and Disney worldy. This mm-hmm. thing is just like, it's just like a tram. Like, <laughs> it's just... It's not great. It's mm-hmm. it's the and so these kids are on this and they're like, well, we got to get out. And by the way, the face changer guy, mm-hmm. he's like, I give us a five to one chance of yeah. He's a real he's a real betting man. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he was like ten ten to one. Like we, we all d- we all die. die. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I would one hundred percent take that bet because like if we all die in a fiery death, like I don't owe you anything, bitch. Right. <laughs> And so, uh, but acapella is singing them. She levitates the tram by singing. Right. To get them out of the area and... And also propels them forward. Propels them forward. So now she's flying them in a tram. Through song! Through the power of song. She's not bringing down the Berlin Wall, but it's a thing. But through the power of song, she moved a monorail. Cool. So uh, she does run out of breath Mm -hmm. at one point and is like, does anybody have a lozenge? I forget how they get her singing again, but they managed to kind of not crash into a fiery death. Like, they managed yeah. to land it roughly, but okay. Mm-hmm. And um, 
They're at Missy's grandma's house. Just magically? Yeah, that's where they land. They just happen to be in the, like, beautiful, lush, green area that's just in front of Missy's grandma's house. Yeah. Does Missy's grandma live literally right next to headquarters? Unclear. Or was Acapella able to, like, shoot this monorail, like, hundreds of miles away? Maybe. Either one. Either way. Or both. Maybe both. Probably not both. But, um, but they land there, and it turns out Missy's grandma mm-hmm. is a badass. She is a badass, and she uh, has trained generations of heroes. She's yeah. trained uh, all of the hero kids' parents, and I think she's trained the, like, generation before. Yeah. So, timestamp, by the way, when the president is doing his, like, we're all going to die speech, mm-hmm. he says that we've got three hours. Three hours. We're now about two hours away from it when mm-hmm. they get to Grandma's house after they've escaped and done everything. Right. And this is where we get the training montage. Yes. Where Grandma's like, I can turn you guys into a team and you guys can fight these aliens all by yourselves because right. why the fuck not? Why not? And so... And at no point was anyone like, Grandma, we only have two hours. And she was like, I can whip you into shape in two hours. No, there's like no other... This training montage looks like it takes days. Yeah. And while they're doing this training montage, there's totally a girl punk version of We Can Be Heroes. <laughs> there is. For the first time. <laughs> this is like the first time in the movie that song comes up. Mm-hmm. And so... um the problem is they need a leader. Yes. They don't have a leader. And wh- Wildcard was their leader. Yeah, he's he's um Mr. Miracle's kid, right? Or is he Techno's kid? I don't know who Wildcard's I don't know whose kid he kid is. Is but he's one of the They they weren't very clear on like whose parents were who. Well, like Slomo's dad Slomo's is, dad is super fast. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Acapella's mom is... Is a singer. Is also singer, a, singer. a singer-related hero. Uh, the twins' parents are... Are unnamed. Un, uh, I think they have a name, but they're... They don't go into it. They're the black ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just... I mean... Yeah, they don't go of, into it. I don't know. I thought Wheels was Mr. Miracle. That's right. Wheels uh, is Mr. Miracle's... Kid. Wildcard is... Techno's kid, maybe? Then who's Face Boys? I don't know. I don't know. There's not enough parents. Yeah, it's a little There's blurry. not enough parents for all of these superhero kids. I think Face Kid is Mr. Miracles and then or is Technos and then Wildcard is just vague mm-hmm. as a Zoho. But then yeah, and then Missy's mm, is I want to keep saying Miles Morales, but Right, right. It's not. <laughs> it's Marcus. Marcus Moreno. Um, but anyway, so there's a whole training thing. Wildcard mm-hmm. wants to be the leader, but like Grandma's like, man, not sure about that. Um, also, Grandma has like an entire fucking training ground in her backyard. Right. Like right. she pushes a button and it all just turns into this like death obstacle course. Right. It's fully like American gladiators in her backyard in like ancient ruins covered in moss. Yeah. And she pushes a button and like the floor falls out. <laughs> it's like there's, there's a pit lasers. of snakes. Like, it's crazy. Um, also, like, they're trying to channel uh, Guppy Shark rage mm-hmm. issues into, like, productive stuff, but she just gets really frustrated with things because she's six. And you're like, go meditate. Yeah. Go, like, go chill. So, um, the team's not great, and 
Also, we then finally kind of flash back and all the heroes are like locked in a room, like the, right. the grown up heroes. And they're arguing and bitching amongst themselves. And like, right. they're not great either. Like, let's not argue about who killed who. Yeah. And like, that's when they find out like their kids are missing and they're like, So Techno, shit. like, re. Uh, Techno was like, hey, I set it up so we could watch the security footage. Like, it's not exciting, but like, at least it's something, you know, turns out to be pretty intuitive. Mm hmm. So, like, yeah, so he, he figures it all out. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Missy's grandma, Missy's like, okay, well, like, all these kids are cool, but like, I have no fucking power. She's like, you have powers. You have some powers. You'll find your powers. Like, mm -hmm. you'll figure you out, but don't worry about them. And, like, all the kids are like, yeah, she kind of sucks. And Grandma's like, the <laughs> no, this is my girl. Back off. Uh, but she's having her thing. Um, and she'll be, like, the greatest hero of all or something like that. I don't know. It's something, I guess, very Grandma's vague. super. Very big. Something superhero grandmas tell you if you're not super, right. super. If you have a superhero grandma, let us know what aphorisms they well, have. uh Put into your life. Well, it's like, you know, when your grandma tells you you're a good looking boy and you're like super smart and so sweet and you're like, I'm none of these things, grandma, but like, but like I can fake it. I'm glad you think so. Glad you think so. I yeah. need somebody speaking encouragement. But anyway, um, HQ does find the kids. Right. Which I feel should have taken maybe 30 seconds, 45, mm -hmm. if they were really not right. clear they saw grandma's them, phone number. They saw them steal the tram. Yeah. And go... An unknown number of miles to a known agent's house. Yeah. Who does training. Right. And so they show up at Grandma's house at the same time the aliens show up at Grandma's house. And the kids just escape through, like, this secret tunnel she has, which, again, like, I feel they should have known about. Right. Yeah. And, like, the kids have, like, this whole moment of, like, talking about her parent, their parents. And they're like, you know, our parents aren't, like... Super awesome. Aren't amazing. It kind of sucks growing up the kid of a superhero. Like, right. There's a lot of work. A lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. And like our parents fight and they're really kind of dicks. Right. They don't act as a team. Like. We got to act like a team. We need, we need to act like a team. And, uh, and is this when they're like, yeah. And our parents are always like in their like crazy costumes they wear the and underwear on the outside and they like fight in the middle of a city like you shouldn't fight in the middle of a city fight somewhere else yeah like like pull the fight to like where you won't have as much property damage you're like oh yeah our our parents are always destroying buildings and shit <laughs> like maybe that's not cool and so oh then draws a photo and it's and Missy recognizes is that it's a supply ship Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, we can take the supply ship up to the alien mothership and rescue our parents. How the fuck do they know where their parents are? Uh, I think they watched them get captured. But still. On the TVs. But yeah, still the, like, we're going to take the ship to the mothership. And for sure and they'll get in. us our parents. I mean, like, I mean, I've seen Independence Day. It's obvious. They need one Jeff Goldblum and they're in. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, sadly, is not in this movie. <laughs> I say that about most movies. I'm like, sadly, Jeff Goldblum is not in this film. Right. Or sadly, Jeff Goldblum only played one role in this film. Oh, that would be, that'd be a lot of, of Jeff Goldblum. Like, Jeff Goldblum is like the cilantro. <laughs> like, yeah. He is not. He's not for everyone. Right. And he's not like 
you cannot eat just a bowl of cilantro. You just, you just kind of need to sprinkle them on at the end. Right, like, just a sprinkling. You just need a little of Jeff Goldblum. It goes a long way. It does. It does. He, well, it's because he's like eight foot tall. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, they run off to this like ship, this supply ship. Mm-hmm. Slow-mo is too slow. Right. It gets spotted. Uh-huh. And um, wheels... Like, well, first off, the uh, a- acapella starts singing the Chariots of Fire theme yes. as he's, like, da, running da, da, in da, slow da, motion. Da, da. And I was just like, wow. That... So, on the nose. That's great. That's but he great. does get on the ship. They close it up. I think, like, Noodles shoots out and grabs him. And, like, yanks him in. And yanks him in. But they get him on the ship. They close it up. Wheel starts driving. He's like, wow, this is super intuitive. This is incredibly intuitive. This will be a phrase we hear at least five more times. Yes. Um, and so they're going to drive up to rescue their parents. Mm-hmm. No other plan that we know of. That's it. Yeah. Step one. So. Drive to alien ship. Step two, rescue parents. <laughs> yeah. Step three, question mark. Um, so they get up there. They dock, I guess, somehow. Mm-hmm. They, they get in. And then they start, like, going through the hallways. Right. Uh, and this is where you pointed out, these are like the same hallways from Spy Kids with like a slightly different color scheme. 100% the same hallways from Spy Kids. Yeah. Like, they're just like straight long hallways right, that intersect at 90 degrees. Well, but it's it's got a very like Dr. Seuss slash inside of the Cheesecake Factory vibe. Yeah, that's where, true. Where it's like bubbly. Like it looks like you're fucking inside bread, but the bread is purple. Mm-hmm. And so um, they... They, like, managed to get into, like, an amphitheater-type area with, like, box seating at one point. Like, it's weird. That's later. You're no. skipping ahead. Is it? I think so. And, well... So, while they're in the whatever, uh, is this when Missy and Wildcard have a big fight? Yeah, yeah, they do. And okay. they split up. So, Missy and Wildcard has, have a big fight. And Wildcard and uh, the face guy... Yeah. I don't remember his name. Wildcard is like, you're coming with me, Face. Like, you're on my team, right? And Face is like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm on team Get Back Our Parents. <laughs> and Wildcard is like, you're with me. Like, we don't need Missy anyway. She's a girl and she's stupid. Right. And uh, Missy's like, we don't need them anyway. And so they divide. Um, but they see the president. Yes. And the president's there. And they're like, what the fuck's the president doing here? And turns out he's kind of like in on it. Yeah, the president is an alien. So the president's name is like Neil something something, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's an anagram of I am an alien. Yeah. Again, <laughs> like, listen, like every so often you see like these conspiracy theories where you're like, if you rearrange letters in this, you come up with like the secret message that is like. Right. I am an alien. Yeah. Like, fuck, if an alien was running for president. They're going to pick a name that does not anagram into I am an alien. They're just going to be like going through the phone book, motherfucker. Like there's no... John Smith. There's no rule about like, I'm going to make an evil evil alter ego from my current evil self, but I have to have all the same letters. Like Voldemort also did this. And I feel like it was a big swing and a miss. Yeah. Like it's unnecessary. Also, uh, and I think I may have mentioned this before, but Voldemort... Um, his name changes. Depending on what language. What language it's translated into. So, like, 
to get Voldemort. Voldemort. Uh, his m- middle name in French is actually Elvis. Right. Which is not nearly as... <laughs> which also means like... Morvolo, which was the fa- like the family name, mm-hmm. his middle name, Tom Morvolo Riddle. It was like they had to go back and make his like grandpa Elvis, right? Some some crazy, yeah, yeah. It was a whole thing, but anyway, yes. But it's not it's not necessary. If you out there are an evil nemesis and you want to create an alter ego, just like pick a name. Yeah, it do- you don't have to use the same letters. I know, like. Maybe people, what are they, like, hand-lettering stationery? There's, like, they have some kind of, like, fucking, like, Gutenberg machine, and yeah. they only have the letters they bought for their name, so they have to reuse them? I don't understand. It's like one of those signs outside of the church yes. where you just get the, like, letters. Or a gas station? Yeah. yeah. They're, like, it, yeah, that's and it. you have to rearrange the letters. And you're like, I only have these letters. So I guess I'm going to go with... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. No. Anyway. Uh, but they're... They find out, like, through the exposition dump that is the president talking Mm -hmm. that uh, there's this giant rocket and it's contained, uh, it's going to deploy them. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the plan, I guess. Yeah. It just is very weird and vague. And so. So they're like, oh shit, the aliens are part of our government. Yeah. And stuff. Also, like, the lady that's in charge of the heroes is here. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're like, oh, wait, the president and the lady in charge of the heroes are both aliens? Fuck, we're screwed. Right. Like, and so they got to figure this whole thing out. So, but they get spotted. Well, yeah, first the ali- the lady from HQ comes in and she's like, what are you, like, what are you doing here? And uh, the kids are like, we came to rescue our parents. And she was like... I love that you showed initiative and problem solving and teamwork. Like, I'm so, so proud of you right now. And she's like, really? We're not in trouble? And she's like, oh, no, you're you're in big fucking trouble. <laughs> and so, like, all the suits show up and try to capture the kids. Right. And they fight. And that's when they find out that she's an alien. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of that fight, I think. Yeah. And so the the kids get locked in, like, a cell. The parents get locked in a cell. Like, everybody sucks. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, is this when the blanket lady walks in and it's actually, like, grandma? Yes! So they're in a cell. hmm And the cell door opens and this, like, yeah, blanket hobo. Yeah. Like, a thing totally covered by a blanket. And they fight the blanket hobo, mm-hmm. and then somehow blanket hobo reveals themselves to be grandma. But that's in the that's like in the that's in the hero's world, like kid hero. Is it the kid hero? No, it's this grown up. Grown heroes. up hero. She's in the grown up hero room. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the kid hero room, like everybody's like, "Well, I guess we're fucked. Like we're never mm-hmm. going home. We're gonna never see our parents." Like, right. it's all doom and gloom, and it sucks, and it's everything awful, and people start crying, and it turns out it was all just a ruse, because... Uh, they took... So, Guppy. when when the... Um, when they got locked when, in the room. Yeah, when Pencil Skirt Lady uh, revealed herself to be an alien, she told the suits, like, you have to separate the twins, you have to take away their wa- this girl's water, you have to do this, you have to do this. And she kind of, like, pulled at 
the um thing that everyone's crutches of what what they all need to do their uh mm-hmm. do their, their whatever and so they're able to and so missy's tr- able to get everybody to cry which means then guppy, they collect their tears yeah and turn into a key yeah and then guppy turns the the tears into a key yep and they're un- able to unlock the door and get them out Meanwhile, Grandma's, like, lighting up the heroes, like, you guys suck. Right. You're so dysfunctional. <laughs> Good nobody's... thing the next generation's always more powerful than you are. Right. Like, and nobody's, nobody's listening. Like, yeah, and, like, nobody's like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, mm-hmm. how did you get in here? They're like, look, blanket lady. Yeah. Uh, but Christian Slater, Techno, is able to turn on the security cameras and follow all their kids running mm-hmm. around. Uh, they see him fighting. This is where Wildcard and Facemaker go off on their own. Oh, thing. it was after they were captured. Yeah, after okay. the initial capture, uh, and like the main group's going to go to the rocket to to turn it off and and turn and get that. And like this is where again Acapella sings. We're going to make it after all. Mm-hmm. Like we're going like Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> totally, hundred percent. It's great. Um, but then like this is where they get surrounded by the goons and like use their teamwork well to defeat them. Right. So they're fighting goons with teamwork. And, and also a lot of fucking superpowers. And Missy like kind of calling the shots and doing mm-hmm. what she needs to do. And um uh she lets Guppy do her shark frenzy thing. Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure she killed some people. Right, right. It is a it's a lot of violence. Yeah. And it turns out like all the little like black suit goons that mm-hmm. were around are also aliens right which makes the fight a little more interesting for act two but they do um they try to they they do it good meanwhile wildcard and base are trying to like break into doors to find the control room yes uh with his powers but he can't control anything Mm -hmm. um and like you know so so they get captured uh, so Wildcard gets captured by Pencil Skirt Lady. Yeah, because Wildcard and Face Face Kid break all, split up too. Split up too, yeah. and Pencil Skirt Lady captures Wildcard and was like, "All right, you're coming with us," and locks him down. And like, they turns out like, so wild, there's like a big like interrogation. Interrogation and. Wildcard's just smarting off. Oh, yeah. So so much smartassery. Smartassery. And she's like, really, kind. Of, you can see she's kind of taken aback. Like, this mm-hmm. is not his kind of thing. And she's like, well, what was your plan? She's like, well, I was going to turn you into the stupidest alien ever. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? He's like, it turns out it's not Wildcard. Right. It's uh, it's Facemaker. It's Facemaker. It's Facemaker pretending to be Wildcard. And uh, she was like, what the fuck? He was like, obviously I was just a distraction so Wildcard could go to the real, like, control tower. Hey, are like, you there, buddy? Right. And he's like, yep, I'm in. And turns out Wildcard can now control his powers. Like, Also, Wildcard had been working with Missy all along. Right. This was always part of their plan. But for some reason, they decided not to tell literally any of the other teammates. <laughs> Right, because turns out, big reveal. Oh yes, big reveal is that Oho. Oho is also an alien. That's is, why we don't know who her mom alien is. Alien spy, or her parents are. She's an alien spy. She's an alien spy. So they were playing things a little close to the chest, which right they couldn't tell everybody because Oho is an alien spy. Right, and so um, yeah, and so okay, so Wildcard, uh, so they, so Wildcard is in the. The real control room. Right. Controlling things for Missy. 
and the team. Missy and the team are like gonna in the big room with the in the big room with the, the triangle. Yeah, the pyramid rocket where all their parents are. Yeah. And Facemaker totally like kind of squeaks past Missy. He's like, or Oho. And she's like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Alien. Got it. Right. And they're like, did you know Oho's an alien? They're like, yeah, we got it. That was like 10 uh, minutes ago. But Wildcard's still in the uh, control room controlling things. Right. And they're like, wait, so Missy was in charge the whole time? And she's like, yeah. Well, Wildcard, when did you decide she was the leader? She's like, ever since you showed me that photo you drew of yourself as an alien. Your art never lies. Like... Mm-hmm. Turns out you told us you were an alien, and she recognized it, and I realized she was the real leader of this group. So. Right. And so then uh, Pencil Skirt Lady and her goons go to the control room to fight Wildcard. Right. And Wildcard is suddenly completely in control of his powers. Right, because he had the confidence. Right, and they're like, when did you learn to control your powers? He's like, ever since I started working with Missy, she showed me how it was to lead by example. I was like, this is a very unearned victory (laughs) for Wildcard. Like, there was no, like, growth. (laughs) There was just, like, a real turn-on-a-dime moment for him. Meanwhile, there's a whole fight scene down by the rocket where Oho's drawing pictures of monsters and, like, swiping them off her iPad towards the kids. Right, into the real And they the become lives. real monsters that the kids have to fight. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole weird, like, thing. It's also very Robert Rodriguez because there's these kids. Yes. And they're composted into, like, a CG background. Yes. And then these monsters look like stop motion. Right, which are also, like drawn like they're like line drawing you know like with shading like they're single Mm -hmm. color you know they're not yeah that's really they look flat like even though they're in 3d yeah there's a lot of things going on that are just very artistic yeah uh choices but yeah you know whatever so um they're doing this wildcard's having his fight up there at one point the the drawings are overrunning, so, like, Missy mm-hmm. has Oho shoot his arm across, like, the... Noodles. Noodles, sorry. Shoot his arm across the the pit. Mm-hmm. And she, like, walks out in the middle, and they're like, what's she doing? And her dad's like, she's leading by example. Yeah, it's a real... <laughs> like, real weird moment. And what it was, was she was baiting the monsters out to her, and then she motions for Oho, or for Noodles, sorry... To mm-hmm. cut off the to, yeah, to let, let go. go, and they all fall. Right, and Noodles catches just uh, just Missy. Meanwhile, like as she's falling, you see Acapella rise up and sing "We Can Be Heroes," <laughs> and her mom is in the control or in their like little cell singing along with her, and it's this great moment. It's she like has they're singing fuck in all harmony. to do everything with the, what's going on. <laughs> Because Noodles just, like, reaches down and grabs her. I was like, oh, she's going to, like, levitate her up using this right. song. Right. No, 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 that song nothing. did not do anything in the battle. It just was, like, It was music because we needed it. Um, but so they defeat the monsters. And they've got, like, a control panel that they've got to, like, replace. Yeah, so, the, like, Re- Wildcard reprogrammed a new control panel. Right. And, and they have to swap it out physically. For the control panel that's already in there. So it's like, pull one thing out of the slot, put another thing in the slot. Right. Which and noodles it's big, can totally do. And it's a big, like, TV tray-sized uh, slot. Right. And so noodles can totally do it, but of course he beefs it and, like, drops it. Mm-hmm. Something and, happens where he drops yeah, it. Yeah, he gets, like, remember. smacked or something. Yeah. And it falls down too far for him to reach. Just right. barely. Just barely. Like, 
Mm, maybe three feet too far. And so, but it's like really far down and they can't like just go down and get right, it. Nobody can fly. So slow mo's like, I got this. And he jumps off the edge. And by the way, we're cutting down seconds until mm-hmm. the rocket launches and something happens. Yeah, it. it's something very unclear, but also very Nefarious malicious. Yeah. Happens. And so he's like, I got this. And he jumps down. Well, he never really hits terminal velocity. Right. The thing about uh, slow mo is he never, ever, ever gets hurt because nothing he, can hit him fast enough. Right. So he lands there and he like holds it up in the air so noodles can reach it. Yep. As Noodles is like about to reach it, like um, Wildcard like teleports down to where they are and is like, hey guys. And they're like, oh, you figured out your power. He's like, yeah, it turns out it's cool. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. And they're like, oh, great. He's like, well, we need to get that. And he's like, no worries. Got it. Teleports down, grabs Slow Mo, teleports him back up. I'm like, so that was pointless. Right. Like, thank you, Slow Mo, for whatever you did that was not useful at all. Mm -hmm. And so he brings him back up and then noodles is able to like pick it up and shove it in right as the timer goes to zero yes and what happens is the side of the pyramid opens up mm-hmm. and all their parents come out all their parents come out and like hero pose right and they're like hey we're ready to kick ass and take names no they're just like oh cool you guys are all here and you're like hey glad oh hey we saved our parents and like oh i i mean yeah. I mean, but aliens are, like, still here. Yeah. Like. But they, they're all, everybody's really confused. So the takeover was what the talk, time what countdown was till? Mm-hmm. Was not the aliens taking over Earth. It was the kids taking over from their parents. Yes. Because the aliens are on our side. Yeah. They just needed to test it's, everybody. It's in the universe's best interest. If the people and heroes of Earth thrive. So, they infiltrated our government and our hero uh, HQ. Just... So that they could carefully engineer the takeover of kid heroes from grown-up heroes. Because it was time. Yeah. Harsh on the current crop of heroes. (laughs) Very hard. If you need an entire alien civilization to take over both your government and your job to get you out of the job. You know what, you guys? I think this would be better if we just let, like, the 12-year-olds handle this. Right. Yeah, maybe you guys have fucked up. I mean, like, currently I am am waiting for all those dystopian teens to, like... Rise up. Rise up and save us all. Where are you at, Katniss? Yeah, where are you at, Jennifer Lawrence? (laughs) So many. Where are you at, cast of the Maze Runner? Mm-hmm. Where are you at? So many dystopian teens. Yeah. I take Neo at this point. Yeah, they can save us all. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so there's like all these like happy family reunions and everybody's Mm -hmm. telling their kids how proud they are of them. Also, the aliens kind of hug each other. Right. And it's really weird. And they like high five with their tentacles. And I feel like there's like way too many little shots of inserts of the aliens congratulating themselves just so we can see like affection shown through tentacles, which is a whole different kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't need that. Yeah. All of these uh, aliens are also like humanoid. Like they also have hands and stuff. Mm hmm. They just have like backpack tentacles. Yeah. Like they just come out of their back. And so the aliens are like, you guys are ready, but if you ever need help, you call on us for for help and we'll be here. 
And then, like, they just kind of go to this, like, hero montage of all the kids wearing matching uniforms, like, with, like, leather and Didn't spandex. Didn't they just decide that uniforms were a bad idea? And oh, yeah, yeah, totally were. Like, targets? Yeah, yeah, that was that was a literal conversation had maybe 15 minutes ago. But now they're like, but these are our uniforms and they're cool. Yeah, we're cool now. So, and then, like, that's kind of the end I of it. And then I guess we still have an alien president? I mean, is it that much of a step down? Uh, yeah, but like, just in, just logistically, just in, logistically in this movie, the kids are like, "It's cool. We'll keep your alien ID secret. Like, I your, guess your secret's safe with us, Chief. Like, I guess so. Who knows? There's that. How do they contact the aliens? They're like, just call us. I'm again I mean, clear. Do you like? Maybe there's like a are, uh, are Captain Marvel kind of people. Like, I don't. I don't know. Can you text me? <laughs> Are we friends on Snapchat? Right. Like, right. Can I send you a TikTok? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How any of this works. Unclear. But I assume they made some arrangements. I, ass- I assume they exchanged some kind of uh, some kind of identification. So, so what do we learn from this movie? Mm. First off, it is way better than Sharkboy and Lava. Oh my gosh. Because it has a like, linear has, storytelling. Yeah, a little bit of a linear storytelling plot. It's not just like a bunch of shit dreams like stitched yeah. together. So that's I good. feel like this definitely was like storyboarded. Yeah, or which is like not, written. Which is not something that Sharkboy and Lava Girl was. No, and agreed. So good job on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned like you can be a team, sort of. You maybe? can be. We can all be heroes for just one day? Yes. I don't know. Like, also, like, some of the stuff was just, like, so ham-fisted, like, shoved in. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) everybody has superpowers, even if you don't have superpowers. Right. You can still manage people, and that's great. Yeah, apparently, my you know, super middle management is a superpower. (laughs) Middle management is a superpower. That's what we learned. (laughs) Thank you, Missy, for that. But... I don't know. It was just meh. It was a meh kind of film. Right. If uh, people lead by example, like, everyone is their best. Sure. Magically, with no effort or or work. Yeah, I guess. Into it. I don't know. It just was such a kind of, like, meh movie. But it was way, way easier to follow. I am here for the fact that uh, Jordan, or Taylor, sorry, mm-hmm. Taylor, the girl that was in Lava Girl, is now the woman that is Lava Girl. That is in this also one. Lava Girl. She, the, yeah, yeah, she reprised her role yeah, as Lava Girl. She, it's a great thing. I'm, I'm sure Rob, Robert mm-hmm. Rodriguez, like, was, was like, hey, you want to do Lava Girl again? And she's like, sure. Why they not? Kept in, apparently, they kept in contact. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like good for them. I was reading that uh, Robert Rodriguez walked her down the aisle when she got married. I was like, oh, so I feel all the feels. Like, <laughs> I want them, I want the two of them to have good things. Right. Just not any more Lava Girl movies. Right. Like, like you can see each other at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Robert but, like, Rodriguez is going to do the, the, um, the book of Boba Fett. Ooh. Because he did he did one episode of The Mandalorian, which all of you pause right now, Google Robert, Robert Rodriguez, Baby Yoda, and then take the first YouTube hit that comes off for that. It'll probably be it. That'll be probably the one you want to see, and it's super dorps. Because he did an episode of, of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um and he's gonna do the Boba Fett series. He's gonna be in charge of that. I can I, I would love to see Lava okay. Girl showing up in that. I mean, you know. Taylor. 
yeah. come on in. Or Taylor Lautner if she if he wants to show I up. I mean, you know. That would be a that'd be a get. We could take uh George Lopez. <laughs> we could take I think it would be really fantastic to be like like to have um Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Show up in this and be like, this is Machete. He's Machete. <laughs> he's Machete in space, motherfucker. Like, he just, like, shows up. He's got a giant machete in his hand. He's just like... A lightsaber machete? <gasps> but, like... Dare we hope? Right, but, like, I want it to be, like, machete-shaped. Not lightsaber-shaped. But I want it to look like a machete. Kind of like a machete darksaber, maybe. Yes. Even. Ooh, yes. even better. That's what I want for Star Wars. Robert, if you're listening, yeah, make please this happen, give me that. Please. Give me that machete, mm-hmm. Jedi, dark saber shit. Yes, that's what I'll, that's all I need out of this world. Uh, I'll die a happy man. Yeah. So, did we learn things? No. <laughs> okay then. Categorically not. <laughs> Other than what we hope Robert Rodriguez can do in the future, because <laughs> he's gonna keep making stuff. He is. So like. Let's like you Steer know into it. Let's do let's, let's do, do awesome. Some, let's do some good stuff and not just stuff that was stitched together by like dreams of literal children. Yes, yes. Please. Please thank you. So please, please make parent. movies responsibly. Yes. And also please parent responsibly. <laughs> Indeed.